Welcome everybody to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist Podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. Once again, I am your host, Xavier, and today we're going to be going into our sequence and series on movie recommendations. So once again, I'm joined via video conference by my fellow Popcorn Watchlist panelists. We have Danny. What's Say hello, Danny. You've got Zach with his crispy, cool microphone and a video headset. Are we now recording? Greetings and salutations, everyone. Whoa, wow. Sounding like an NPR. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. And to round it off, and to, if I may ask him to do so, introduce this week's pick is none other than Anthony. How's it going? Uh, So, Anthony, let's get right into the pick of the week. For those who didn't listen to last week, you brought out what I would probably consider is one of the best action movies ever made. I know it's kind of an amazing, in- short, but, you know, massive intro. But get right on to it. All right. Wait, I, what, what, what are we watching today? The movie that I chose was for a Jackie Chan classic, The Legend of Drunken Master, or Drunken Master 2. Depends on where you see it. But, but yeah, this movie's this movie's awesome. This is, I mean, I liked Jackie Chan when I was younger. And then after I saw this one, it was like automatic, like, okay, this guy's like, this guy's one of the GOATs. If not, like the best to do it. Um, I love that he does. He did his own stunts, and most of his fight scenes in his movies are incredible. And I think this one is probably one of his best, if not his best. So yeah, I recommend this movie to everybody because it's super fun. It's wacky. It's cool. It's 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 everything. It's it's really cool. I, I have a question for you. And this may have happened a couple of times that, you know, we were in college or just, you know, you and I are just out and about talking about movies for some reason. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met anybody and then they whip out this, like, one random, like, action movie and it's like, wow, you think this is a great action movie? Here's Legend of Drunken Master. I think I have done that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. But you, I think, I think it was, like, at least twice that I remember that that happened. But the movie they recommended was also good. It wasn't like, oh... Well, you're telling me it's trash, and watch this. It was more like, that is a good one, but watch this one, because this one's, this one's, in my opinion, better. Because yeah, probably, like, I think, I think one of them was like, it was a Jet Li movie, and Jet Li has a lot of good movies too. It's a lot of good. Oh, well, yeah, he had another one around the same time this movie came out. Um, it was something. It was a some fist movie with a fist. Mm-hmm. It was like, and that was like. You know, it, it's not really that much wire food. Like it was a, I know it. it you know, your tip. It was like you know, Chinese, it Shanghai fighting off Japanese. Fist of Fury. I'm not sure, but I think it was Fist of Fury. Was it? I think I think it is. Yeah. Uh, no, Fist of Legend. Fist of Legend. Yes. Fist of Legend. I had to cheat and look up the mic. And it means for meanwhile, Danny and Zach are just like, huh? That's, so like, another, that's another one they gotta watch. Yeah. So with Anthony's recommendation in place, gentlemen, uh, Danny and Zach, what was your first? What first came to mind when Anthony said, "Hey, guess what? We're going into some Legend of Drunken Master." I was excited. I was like, "Ooh, get some, get some young Jackie Chan, and get some great fight sequences." Down. It's funny that he says young Jackie Chan. Anthony, how old was Jackie Chan when he so made this movie? Apparently, he was like 
I guess, 38 to 40 when he made this movie, depending oh on when he God. actually shot it. Because the movie came out in 1994, but, you know, he could have shot it a year or two before it came out. So, yeah. About 40 years yeah. old when he made this movie, even though he looks like he was in his late 20s. Yeah, he was, like, anywhere between, like, 38 to 40. And then, you know, he's older, obviously, after the success of Rush Hour, when it uh, had a wide release in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. So that was another one where, like, this 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 got a lot of people talking. Like, holy crap, you know, Rumble the Bronx came out, and then Rush Hour. So, you know, international audiences knew about him, and then it was, oh, snap, this movie is out of hand. And, oh, wait, it's six years old? And, you know, it's sort of like... Like some could consider like his magnum opus without it get getting too like bumbly with the you know, with the comedy, but it was you know that good. It made a massive impression on people. I mean, my my initial thoughts were like 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 I got, you know I was very uh, looking forward to it because I had never really seen a proper I mean I've never seen a, like a, pro, a proper martial arts movie. Um, let alone one with Jackie Chan in it. So I was like, okay, this would be, this should be like a pretty cool experience. I'm sure any kind of typical martial arts movie, especially with Jackie Chan in it, I'm like, okay, you know, he's gonna be doing his own fights, his own, his own stunts, his own everything, pretty much. Like, like no, no stunt doubles, nothing. <laughs> which, which I, w- I want to get into, you know, later on when we when we talk about the fighting. But uh, like, there were some moments that w- when watching the movie, I was very surprised that that he actually did it himself, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, like sort of like technically like a traditional martial arts film, even though there's a lot of like fun slapstick and you know physical comedy built into a lot of these sequences. But it's really, it was really fun, you know, watching you know Danny see this for the first time and just like him completely like in shock of like, holy crap, this is real. Like someone actually did this. It wasn't done in like 18 like crazy you know quick take cuts to hide bad stunt work like this is all visible all uh done with painstaking detail in these fight sequences it's not just you know there's a story being told in each fight so it's really good i mean it's yeah. like and as we go through some of the other or some of the scenes like we'll get into those stunts but man it was just cool to see like even for this time like what was it 94 Back in those my stunts, <laughs> like, it was awesome. Yeah, it's like consider. I would consider it like you know, action comedy, like the same vein as, you know, like Rush Hour. You ever watch Rumble in the Bronx? Like, yeah, same thing. Like Rumble in the Bronx. I think that was the first movie I saw of his because it, it 90, came out. It came out in like, ninety six. Something think. like that, yeah. ninety five, ninety six. And then I, um, and then I saw a few others. I think I just like rented them from either Blockbuster or. Video tracks. I'm dating myself. Not but, Hollywood video. Yeah, so I went to I went there sometimes, but but yeah, and then pretty much when Rush Hour came out, that was like his big American hit, and then when he started getting more American movies like Shanghai Noon and all these other, the Tuxedo, like people that I would know, they were like, oh yeah, I know Jackie Chan. I'm like, oh, but you know him from his American movies. It's like you gotta watch his his Chinese movies because that's where it's at, and that's where like you get all like the because his American movies are more comedic, which he can do, and he sprinkles here and there a couple of fight scenes and his stunts. But the Chinese movies are more like the showcase for, for his like, 
is action prowess. What? But yeah, so I, I always recommend people yeah go definitely go down the rabbit hole of his old Chinese movies. But, I mean, Jackie Chan can do it all. He I mean he fights, he acts, he he sings, he dances. Yeah, and he, he dances. dances. What can this man not do? And he he, he, he fights directs, drunk. He, he choreographs. Yeah. He he's like essentially choreographing all these scenes, and he has like his own stunt team of people that he trusts throughout the years that they, they essentially do the dance together like the choreography is just like martial arts dancing and so it's like it's just like an awesome synergy between him and his peeps and yeah it's like it's crazy like some of the stuff that he pulls off is insane and then and then it's like and then on top of all that it's like oh yeah and he does all the stunts so it's not like he does some of it, and then it's like, all right, somebody else come in for me. It's like, no, this guy got beat up for probably a like half his life. <laughs> yeah, and like as they're there, you, you see in a lot of like the bloopers that are they're, they're known for, and then like when there's a miscue in some in a fight sequence, and someone you know grazes an eye or like hits him in you know the groin or something, it, it's it's rough. It's, you know, gotta okay, cool, and we gotta do it again. Yeah, it's it, it's it's hard. It's you know it's hard work, but what we got out of it is incredible yeah definitely cool. just yeah. like really quickly if you're interested in his older chinese movies just like look at some of the ones from the 80s or 90s like mr nice guy who am i jackie chan's first strike rumble in the bronx we've mentioned operation um, condor operation condor that Holy one i think story. also came over so that one was i think more like americanized but but yeah Dude, all the story, yeah right? all the police stories there's i think there's like three or four of them but yeah, there's so many meals on wheels. He has some crazy fights with like Benny the Jet. That fight is awesome. So yeah. if anything, no, yeah, like if anything, you could just look up YouTube videos and be like best Jackie Chan fight scenes, and you'll go down a rabbit hole of like hours of of, yeah. of footages, of footage of different movies that he's done. Yeah, like the the final fight scene in Who Am I is nuts. Like on top of the building, like mm-hmm. the two guys, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the all-punch guy and the all-kick guy. What I will give, because I know sometimes I say, like, oh, you know, the American movies don't have as good an action as the Chinese movies, but the, I really liked the the end of Shanghai. People don't think that movie's better than the first one, but the, the last fight where he's where he's fighting with the swords with freaking this guy from Game of Thrones. What's his Zach's face? like, I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, Zach doesn't know, but whatever. It was, like, a really cool sword fight, and it was, like, very <laughs> surprising considering... You know, it was like one of his American movies, and Donnie Yen was in that movie too. So, who was the guy Ooh, from Game of Thrones? Okay. Uh, Littlefinger. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. fights Littlefinger with swords. Yeah, and like Littlefinger's actually like you know doing some of the fights. Yeah, it was really cool. But so like going into the main idea, of what the story's about, it's sort of a, it's there's a you know it's sort of like a Chinese folk hero, a guy named Wang Feihong, and he's running an errand, you know, across, you know, a province or two with his father and his father's assistant, who's like a, an herbal medicine doctor. And they had to bring ginseng over. Basically, the idea is, like, they went from one province to get some ginseng for a client. They have to kind of, like, sneak it in so that they don't have to pay an extra tax. Done in a fun comedy thing, but he ends up crossing paths with, like, another, like, sort of a, a former, like, Chinese... I don't want to say war hero, but like someone who like fought for the country before like, you know the British basically came and took it over, uh, and they get their packages swapped because on the same train is like a, a British consul that has you know some artifacts for some odd reason, and basically it turns out 
that they have to go ahead and find out that uh, British nationals and other like people who are working with them are stealing uh, Chinese artifacts and kind of like eroding a bit of the national pride of the people. And through an unorthodox fighting style, he Jackie Chan's character, you know, Wang Fei Hong, goes and has to kind of stand up for it, even if it comes up reluctantly. But through the whole sequence, we get some amazing fight sequences, some interesting character development, and you know, act, you know, some great comedy as well. All starts with that whole train sequence where they're trying to sneak in, they're trying to, you know, get the package back, and then like that whole fight sequence with the uh, underneath the train. So yeah, underneath the train, which turns out is actually the director of the movie. Oh yeah. Oh. Fu Wenqi or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fu Wenqi is played by the director of the movie. It, nice. That was, I was like, holy crap! Like that's pretty damn cool. And, like, the whole sequence is done really well. Like, these guys are, like, like they're, like, sparring, but I'm like, yo, they, they want to kill each other, like, right? Like, there's there's a lot going on here. Is, is the director himself a martial artist, or yeah, or did dude. he have a double? No, he didn't have a double. He was no, that was him, that. dude. That was, yeah. The guy who played Fu Wenqi, like, that, that's all him. Mad respect. That's and uh, that first fight scene also kind of starts to show just, like, how petty and childish... Jackie Chan's character, you know, can be where he's just like, "Hey, you like bumped into me, and you need to say I'm sorry." He's like, "So I want to fight you." <laughs> it's like some really like silly reason. He's like, "Yeah, I just want to fight you because you were rude to me." Yeah, he's just like, "No," and especially considering the character's dad is, you know, this like I'm teaching martial arts, but hey, like you can't just go fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Same time, I you know, drunken boxing to get stay away from all alcohol because <laughs> you're just gonna be a bum. I don't want you to be a bum. And, and that whole sequence, just, like, the way it starts the movie, like, it really takes you into the whole, like, comedy and action altogether, well-balanced. And it's just, like, sets the tone for the rest of the, the film. And yeah, gets, I mean, better from there. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. just initially, like, them trying to get through customs, he, he, put, he like, trips his... It, was a, a, it's, it wasn't a brother, it was his friend. Yeah, like, he, he, he pushes his friend it. down... Uh, and then he he like reverse pickpockets the, uh, was it like was it the was it the ginseng or was it something else that they had? It was to, the ginseng. It yeah, was the ginseng the that ginseng they reverse pickpocketed. Into pick the bag, is like, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to bump into you. And then like they they sneak the ginseng into his his bag, and then all right, cool. Now we gotta they, go. We'll, and we'll steal get it, it. We'll get it when we go back through when we go when we go through customs. Such a dummy. <laughs> I was like, no. And even the dad, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think they did it with his permission, but it was it was still pretty great. And then, like, the whole, like, after that whole, like, sequence. But, yeah, they're, like, fighting on top of the train while they're trying to, like, hide from the, the guards. And then, like, like Anthony said, they're fighting under the train. Like, this, uh, you know, Fu Wenqi has the the spear. And then Huang Fei Hong is using the, is, like, using the sword. And, and, like, and it's still, like, bending. Because it's, like, hey, this is a legitimate, like, I'm flailing this thing around and hitting and parrying and blocking. And, and like, he's, like, hey, your kung fu's not bad. And they're, like... They kind of, like, stop and, like, chill. And then, like, Anthony says, he gets a little petty again. Like, dude, what the hell? I'm going to fight. You know, I got to prove myself. And he's like, kid, I'm done. And then that was the whole thing. And because of that, they get their packages completely mixed up. And then we get the fun comedy of, oh, I have to, like, rip the bon- the 300-year-old bonsai tree to get a root to then give to this guy who ends up getting sick drinking it. So that was a whole thing, too. That's the scene that introduces the mother, who's like one of the comedy relief characters in this movie. 
Dude, the stepmother's hilarious. <laughs> that whole sequence when they're trying to like make sure he takes takes it, believing it is the 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 item, is just going back and forth, hiding behind the dad and like trying to hilarious. distract. Yeah, yeah. She's distracting. I was like, I think I want another son. You're like, whoa. Like, what the Wait, hell? And then, and then he, and then, like, he leaves, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe we could talk about it another time. You know what? We'll do it later. Okay. Well, the the part where where she brings out the giant, uh, was it a, a radish or what was it? A bee? Rutabaga. A radish? Rutabaga. It was rutabaga. I I, I could have sworn they said like. Like radish or something. Oh, it's definitely a rutabaga. rutabaga. So she brings it out, and then she's saying, like, "Oh yeah, this is the ginseng." Blah, blah, blah. And then, then the husband comes like, "Oh, that, like, why, are you, why are you giving him this giant rutabaga?" And then, and then she switches to like, "Oh yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to eat this because it'll neutralize the effects of the ginseng." And you know, <laughs> like, she yeah. she was quick on her feet. She was quick to 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 like to. Oh yeah, to, no. She absolutely. Like she was absolutely on point, and like, and him being that's like his stepmom, but like you can tell like she still really took the time and took care of young Wang Fei Hong, which is interesting because again, like that's like her like son's supposed to be in the twenties, and you have Jackie Chan who's like forty, and like it's like I'm pretty sure like like the d- guy playing his dad, and maybe only, it's like the a Sean Connery in Harrison Ford situation, where it's like it's probably only like. Seven years apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jackie Chan just—he—he he just looks very young. Yeah, he still—he looked like he was maybe in his twenties, like his late twenties. So I would have never known if I didn't look it up that he was forty years old. I mean, now he—yeah, he probably looks like he's in his fifties at least, and he's—he's he's actually like he's pushing like fifty-nine now. Fifty-nine? No, I think he's like sixty-something, dude. Maybe. Oh no, I think he was born in fifty-nine. I think that's yeah, what I'm getting. Yeah, he, I mean, 64. if if he shot the movie in in '92, let's say he he would be like 70, like or close to 70. Nah, he, he, yeah, it was filmed and released in '90. Yeah, anyway, he was. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna now. be he's gonna be 70 this 70. year. Holy crap! Yeah, he'll be 70 this year. He's 69. Nice. Nice. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> man, the whole you know whole that that whole part's cool. Sets up the movie. And then that's where, like, the, the console and the other, his, like, goons are just like, we got to find it. it. And then, like, they, they, they remember Wong Fei Hong and getting through the train. And so, like, they try to, like, you know, bum rush him. And that's where we get the first showcase of the, you know, the drunken fist or, you know, like, you know, the fist of the eight immortals, whatever. A lot of ways it's called. But, yeah, drunken boxing. That's like, so the, like yeah. the, the punks like found him from the train, and they're like, "Oh, that's the guy from the train." And then they they end up stealing his. It wasn't his mom's, but it was like his mom's friend's like necklace that she just like sold to her or something like that. So it like, was his mom's necklace that she pawned. Right, it was right. Like, oh, I need money to get more ginseng, but then people think that oh, they're broke. Something's happening. We need to like get a charity auction, and she's like, "Oh, I just gotta go with it now because ginseng." That was yeah. That whole sequence, you know, especially when they like, I guess like. Uh, you know, lay hands on his stepmom. That was it. It's game over. These guys got like destroyed. And then she was like, "Yo, let's give him drink." And then he got even more badass to the point where he was he was in his zone. Yeah, because the fight scene is like in the streets. A whole bunch of people are like watching, and then they're like, "Oh, maybe he can give us an exhibition on on his fighting style." And she's like, "Okay, great." 
and show him drunken boxing. He goes, tell, he's like, he's okay. like, tell him, yeah, that's hey, uh, it'll be good publicity for the school. Show everybody drunken boxing. Now I've got a question. So okay, obviously drunken boxing. Um, I'm assuming that they called it drunken boxing instead of kung fu or or whatever you know martial art they would be using because it's meant to appeal to like a Western audience. Is that why so they did that? Is a translation that could be like boxing is like a type of fighting. Yeah, be a, a dovetailing slight history lesson. So drunken boxing is the style of that boxing, but in an erratic movement as if somebody was drunk. And so basically, it's from old, from Taoist mythology where there was eight drunken immortals that, you know, they always were a little tipsy, sometimes drunk, but they, like, they're, they're literally immortal. They can't die. And so they learned and they fought, you know, they used different styles of martial arts and they basically used those different, like, Chinese martial arts styles, incorporated into that, you know, weird drunken boxing movement. Yeah. So, another term for it is drunken fist. So. That's where I guess they just changed it to boxing for. But I mean, it wasn't just like like because boxing is with your fists, it's right. with your hands, That's and right. like, yeah, obviously the kicks and and everything else. So yeah. it's like it's not technically boxing, but again, I, I would think it's probably to do with just Western, yeah, uh, like Westernization. And like, kung like, fu itself <clears throat> is like that's like you're fighting, like your kung fu, like hey, like your kung fu is weak. I mean, it's like hey, like your fighting is weak. Like kung fu isn't necessarily like. Like a fighting style, like you know, there's there's like wushu is like main, you know, kind of umbrella of it. Like kung fu has like then there's like five form kung fu, which is like you know based off of the you know the different animals. Like you have like dragon, crane, you know, tiger, mantis, tiger. You know, snake. Hmm, sounds very familiar. Yeah. Sounds like an animated movie that that we all know and love. Minions. We all know and love. Yeah. Talking minions. About minions. Yeah. <laughs> Not the DreamWorks movie he's talking about. Anyway. Panda yeah. style? Yeah, so that whole... So again, like, there's a showcase of that, and like he's like making up moves on the fly and, and like whooping these guys senseless. And you're entertained as the audience. You're just like, dude, this is hilarious. And these guys are garbage, and he's making them... He's making this look so easy, and like he's having too much fun. To the point where, you know, stepmom forgot to dial back on the booze, and the man gets, like, hella drunk. <laughs> She she threw him like too like four bottles. Drunk. Too much drunk. He's yeah, he's just like. Drunk. Well, and also and, and he does a he does a mannerism very well where he's like. He does yeah. all the weird. So, it's it's so that's, good. That's acting. Yeah, like he's you know doing a lot of like, you know, there's acting is not just you know the words and emotion, but like it's the body movement too. So he knew. Like, he he does it pretty well. It's like almost too well, but you know. Yeah, and even we, like, he, we don't he, question he, it. He does. He did like the clinching and the grappling and like putting the guy. What I call it putting him through barrel. the blender. Yeah, through the little barrel. The like the guy's like, what's he, going he on? He goes and through a bunch of different moves. Yeah, and the spinning headbutt. I lo- always love the spinning headbutt because it's just like, oh, I'm gonna get up, and then like does like the wild kick too, and yeah, and like the way he like again like uh, this stuff looks really hard to do because like you know he, he's he has like he's kipping up, he's laying down and doing a lot of these techniques that again are choreographed but look reckless because he's hella drunk he's supposed to be drunk and he's also so, doing mind games like with the bottles because he's like mid drinking the bottle while the guys are trying to like kick the bottle out of his hands and he's like throwing the bottle in the air kicking them grabbing it again and drinking more and then spitting in their face and he's doing all sorts of stuff 
which that's Jackie Chan's like forte is using everything objects. around him or all his objects in his fight scenes to utilize yeah. and using everybody. the unconventional as a weapon. Uh, Hell, Robin the Bronx had a pinball machine. Oh my god! <laughs> that the uh, and before this scene, they had set up um, in that one scene with the the workers in the like the steel mill. Or is it the oh yeah, they're using the steel mill as a front. Right, right. Yeah, uh, they they show like one of the first like henchmen, the first bad guys, where they show like, oh man, this guy's tough. Like he looks like he knows how to fight. And then this guy is in this first fight scene with Jackie Chan with a bunch of other cronies, and Jackie Chan whoops all of them. And that and that guy's like, when that guy was scared, they're like, oh man, Jackie Chan's pretty good because they showed that guy fight earlier and he looked like he was proficient. Those that was the same guy that they're like in the steel mill, they're like, hey, we're going to need you to work overtime. They're like, no, man, we're going to we're gonna on strike. We're going to quiz. Like, you're going nowhere. And then the guy, the, the partner in the side, and he just gives the <laughs> thumbs up. I <laughs> got the glasses. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, we got him. We're they're, he's, they're see, win. he's very persuasive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's very persuasive. He's like, he just beat his ass. Like, what the hell? That comedy timing. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. And then, yeah, a lot of that stuff, it sets up the whole, whole like, you know, shtick where, like, yeah, he's too, too drunk. And then, like, the main, like, henchman finally rolls up to him, but he's just too drunk to even fight. And so they're just kind of, like, beating him up again. Just like, oh, that guy's drunk. What's wrong with you? Like, why are you whatever? And it ties into the original dude who's got the ginseng and the seal that they were trying to steal, like, the, that Imperial seal that they switched up, he came back, and it's like, yo, we did do this, and I'm doing this, you know, to help out the fact that we don't, you know, that we're trying to prevent all these artifacts from being smuggled out of China. Because, like, then, you know, the only way we can experience our culture is in, like, a foreign museum or something like that. So, and that becomes, like, the kind of basis of the movie. And then that's well, also... Well, because I... I th- oh. oh, go ahead. I was going to say, isn't that around the time also when, like, his dad... What came in and was like, yeah. He his dad comes in at the end of that first fight scene because that first he's so drunk, he's too drunk. Yeah, he's yeah. too drunk. He's Fighting whooping on everybody, and then his dad comes and sees it and is like, "What is he doing?" And then he tries to stop him, and then he starts fighting his dad, not knowing it's him. And he's like, yep. "Fei Hong, you're like, what's going on? You're too drunk." And pretty much like neutralizes him, and then he finally realizes that oh, it's it's you, dad. And then and kind of like the next couple of scenes is just like his dad beating the crap out of him pretty much saying like like you're tarnishing my reputation by like doing all these antics and and acting like a fool and he's also mm-hmm. getting mad at his wife for like allowing her to like let him do that yeah it's like hey you go to this on like you know that this is kind of a thing too like dude what the hell yeah it was like it was like the ultimate pylon scene because then in that scene he also finds out that they destroyed his his bonsai tree for that ginseng switcheroo and then, so 300 a, year old plant so like all that stuff just like culminated and then like the dad lost his lost his mind and just like beat the crap out of jackie chan while he's like still drunk off his ass and then pretty much screams at him and says like i disown you he's like you're not really my son get out of here like i don't yeah, i don't want to see you you're just like a, a a drunken fool and yeah yeah i don't want to yeah he says it like i don't want to be associated with drunken boxing because then you're just going to be know a drunk a vagrant and a vagabond that's uh, it's just you know shameful and it's like damn like he's been i was like learning this stuff and like i can't be proud of my my dad be proud of me even though you know whoop these guys who were whooping on his wife like what the heck 
So, you know, yeah, that's where, that's where you have, like, the sort of, like, almost kind of low. And then they find out, oh, man, like, they're stealing those those artifacts. And then that's where we get to, like, you know, the next sequence in the, the tea house. There's always, like, a massive tea house brawl in these movies, which is great. But this one is, like, one of the wildest. And this after Danny, this is after, like, yeah. he gets beat up while he was drunk. And then he kind of has this, like, redemption moment saying, like, I'm not going to drink anymore. And he says, like, sorry to his family and his father. And he wears white. Yeah, Right. So it's like now he's kind of, like, all zen and calm. And then, like, they reconnect with that guy from the beginning of the movie that he fights underneath the train, uh, Fu Mm Wenqi. And then then he's pretty much, like, asking Jackie Chan, like, hey, like, I want you to help me, like, fight these guys because they're stealing all of our artifacts. And then, like, in that meeting, they're at that tea house. And then all of a sudden it turns into, like, this crazy action sequence. <laughs> you want well, something done, first you bring gets... the axe gang. <laughs> well, first it gets, like, completely, like, dead quiet and, like, everyone disappears. And then all of a sudden, you got the axe gang. Yeah, like, that one guy who's, like, wrang- wrang- wrangling them up and the, the bad guys, that guy was like, yeah, you want it done, you bring the axe gang. And, like, while he's oh, saying that, I... he has, like, the pack of money in his hands. He's like, you get the axe gang. <laughs> So Which, by the way, by the way, I have to I have to mention that the movie is, you know, dubbed in English in like that old school like old kung fu dub, but Jackie Chan does his English dub, which is awesome, because it's 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 perfect. It's like you really like would hear like there's no way like you see the older Jackie Chan movies like someone else does the dubbing for him, but this one was great because they got him into the booth to all dub all his lines in English. Wait, did we watch the same movie? Because I feel like my English dub version had like perfect English, like perfect unaccentuated English. From who? <laughs> Not from mean? Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, for, like like for me, Jackie Chan had like perfect spoken English. Like, yeah, like he, whoever he, did he, his yeah, voice. But, yeah, like, but it sounded like Jackie Chan and everything. It sounded like Jackie Chan, right? No, like I had like American English. Oh, oh snap! <laughs> you had another version. I didn't know there were yeah, he, other versions. I, okay, I had the I had the version that had like the very like campy kind of voice saying like, "Oh, hey, Dad." Blah, blah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've never seen that's that. That's amazing because well, cause else... we we saw the Blu-ray that Anthony had, and I guess maybe that one had Jackie yeah, Chan doing the. That's the, the one the that got released in two thousand. I have originally. to see if there's a if the Blu-ray has the other version. Because but, yeah, because I, I rented mine off of iTunes. So whatever version they have is the one I watched. I I think the one that I saw had, I mean it was again perfect English or sorry perfect American English accent. Everyone else that we that in the in what we saw and the one again like the I think it's like Dimension Films they did the release in two thousand. Everyone like everyone except Jackie Chan had like a different voice and like they had some yeah they accentuated they had maybe a little bit of an accent like they would speak a little bit of an accent but then uh, Jackie Chan was Jackie Chan reading English and like that it it really sells the experience especially when he goes to the various stages where he's drunk like it it makes it, it just it, it makes perfect sense so like Cause... you you watch this like this like this is that's like the OG you know Shaw Brothers Kung Fu movie experience where like everyone's dubbed in like a really jank dub. That's great. You know what? I'm happy for you. <laughs> but now, now I want to watch that version because I, I want to hear Jackie Chan again. Like, watch his own voice. <laughs> yeah, just watch it again. He's got to find the, the correct one. <laughs> the one. Well, at least with that that version of the English dub. 
because like like my my like my version was like like just, like Jack, whoever did the voice for, for Jackie Chan again was just like uh had like the, the super like like enthusiastic like just voice like it it, it was yeah you know, it was not Jackie about, Chan for sure like, but I can't describe it but I know what you're talking about like it's just like yes father we're gonna do this like it's like it's, it's yeah exactly like yeah. Like almost yeah exactly like that because I, and and I thought that Jackie Chan didn't start learning English until I want to say like when, when he started doing American movies uh, like oh, a few years a little, later he knew more like I think into the late by the late eighties because I think he he tried to do some like Hollywood movies in the eighties but they didn't really stick and then you know Rumble the Bronx came out like yo guys ridiculous um but the that whole sequence is out of hand like there's like eighty people assaulting that and it's just you know, Wang Fei Hong and Fu Wenxi, like, fighting these guys off. Like, Fu Wenxi gets, like, I think, like, micro-stabbed by an axe. And he's like, this ain't, this ain't Jack. And, like, I'm still he fighting anyway. uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> From Machete. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did like, the... He did the... The Dom from Fast and Furious where he stomps the ground and the ground breaks. <laughs> but he did that with the staircase. He did that with the staircase. Yeah, he kind of went... More believable because the staircase was already like pretty rickety. Oh, and how about when Fei Hong is in, under, hiding in the? I love when he's hiding in the table, and they're like, "Just flip the table!" And they like all, they try to get him with the spears. He dodges them all, and then they like flip him over up top. Like, there's so much like at play and like the upstairs and downstairs fighting. Yeah, it's so cool, and all that's happening at the same time. So you have to have two cameras and multiple cameras taking that those two pieces together and then you have to edit them into like one cohesive fight sequence it was pretty so crazy great. when he was under the table and he was doing the spinning mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> he's doing the spinning and uh, okay that, that, that's pretty ingenious like like the the table's got sharp corners no one's gonna dare to try to stop this guy while he's spinning pretty fast and then and then they take the bamboo sticks and they shove them through and then like okay that, that's that's pretty smart actually to, to stop him from doing that and then that's when they flipped him over and and all that crazy stuff, but yeah, that was, that was pretty up. well done. They should have never brought bamboo sticks to that fight. No, because they messed up. Yeah, they came back and just dude, that was the fight where the the bamboo stick split open, and yeah. then he kept like he, he turned it into dude. That's to me still so crazy inventive. How he would that manipulate way. the bamboo stick and like cut it or not cut it, but like get them trapped in or like get pieces to like hit someone else, like. I don't know. That was that was poke. really cool. He he would he would poke them in the face or not even poke. Yeah, it was back, like like, like jabbing them in the face and 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 cutting up their faces and I was like, damn, like this guy's like not holding back. You ever you guys ever like like actually see stalks of bamboo like like that 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 hurts. Like if you try, no, to- no, yeah. I mean, for for grass, it's pretty freaking solid. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> nuts dude like you have to have like swords cut through that but and it's just like no it's i'm gonna like, hit you in the face with it yeah like bamboo is like it, it's it's not soft like regular grass but it's not hard like a tree mm-hmm. so it's it's like it's like in that middle spot where like it, it can do some damage if uh if you if you hit someone just right with it it's also heavy and like i know xavier mentioned it when we were watching it's like yeah and he's straight up just like Swinging it and like hula hooping it around his body, like all over the place, Dude, and like that was swinging cool. it very fast. He, that was cool. where he made it seeing all the fingertips on like the windows. Like he did that so fast. It's like that's hard to do with something that heavy. Like you gotta, you gotta be really strong to be able to do that. He made it seem like he was carrying nothing, just like a empty tube, 
And oh, Zach, did you get any Lord of the Rings vibes <laughs> during that fight with the with the ladders? Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> the towers ladder fight. Helms Deep. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. They copied yeah. this movie. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, Peter Jackson has done some pretty wild martial arts stuff. What was that movie, Anthony? Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kick arse for the Lord, dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll have to see that one day. I don't think they understand. That whole sequence, you know, leads into the whole, you know, they, Wu Fenshi gets shot. Like, poor guy, homie, just, you know, just gets blasted in the chest. And then Fei Hong and his friend the, have to try to, like, break into the concept to steal stuff. And then, you know, they get got by the guards. And they force his dad to have to sell his property. But then they realize that, no, like, they're still stealing this away. They laid off everybody in the steel mill. And so they're like, no, we're going to go back to the steel mill. And that ties into what's basically 40 minutes of, like, the magnum opus. It's not of that long. Sequence. <laughs> it's not okay, that it's long. it's like 20 minutes. Yeah, but it's still pretty long, though. But yeah, Anthony, how long? You, you know this trivia. Yeah, yeah. I do. Well, how whole, long did it take? That whole sequence. That like, whole last sequence. You know. The whole, like, last fight sequence uh, uh, took four months to film. So, yeah, there was a there are days where they would spend an entire day of filming, and they're like, "All right, cool, we have like three seconds of like a good film that we could use, just three seconds." Mm-hmm. My God, so that's just like how meticulous and like extra perfect. Like they they were like they had to make everything look because it's like you can't you can't half-ass it. Like and, and he does People it. People were getting caught on fire. He's on like hot People, coals. Jackie like, Chan was on fire. Like <laughs> yeah, like it's. <laughs> Yeah, you had to take the Like, time at the end of the movie, movie, during the credits, you do see some of those clips. I don't know if your version had it, Zach, sure. but... Yeah, no, no, I, I, I did watch the credits. Okay. Yeah, but did you yeah. see the, 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 the bonus reel at the end? Like, the, they show, like, how stuff was made, the, the outtakes. You had that? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. luckily the iTunes version had that, too. Okay, good. Dude. Yeah, that's, like, a staple of all his movies. All his movies have yeah. that. Because that, that was one of the things that I wanted to mention. Because because during like during the final fight, I was like, "There's no way that he actually like got pushed on or put or whatever. You know, yeah, he got knocked back onto the the burning coal." I'm, I'm like, "Yep." I'm like, "Okay, he's probably like comped in there. Like, like he's not actually comped? in the fire." Dude, and then was... they show the the thing at the end. And I'm like, "So he he did actually like sit on the freaking fire." This isn't Jurassic Park, man. <laughs> like they didn't have. Yeah millions of dollars to make this movie they didn't have ilm to like cg jackie chan in there jackie chan's like i gotta get hot man's hot man's not hot wow it's not a scary movie over here (laughs) yeah man he's got ghosts (laughs) just opening doors and stuff oh that's hilarious as he steps away yeah give us some more tips anthony like no it's just yeah i like how like every fight scene in this movie is like a little taste, and each one ramps up one right after the other, and each one just gets better and better, and then it leads into this final one, and you're like, how is this one going to be better than the freaking Axe Gang one? And it is, somehow. It it's was. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's him. First, he fights this dude with the chain, and the guy's like, I'm going to beat you with one hand! And then this guy looks like Vega from Street Fighter, trying to fight him, and he whoops that guy, and then and there's a bunch of other little cronies trying to fight him too, and he dances around them, and they try to like set him on fire, and 
he saves other people trying to be set on fire, and then Walker's yeah, like, like he saves the the bad guys. And he's like, no, like, hey, that guy's on fire. And the guy's like fighting him, like, oh wait, you're right. And he's also he's telling like, him, he's like, you know, they're stealing like our culture, right? He's like, why why are you guys working for these people? And then and it's like every level is kind of like going to like the stages of a like final boss. So it's like he's going, okay, I gotta get to the now the British sounding Chinese guy with the suit. Um, <laughs> and then and then he goes to that guy, and then. The guy with the glasses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he fights he that guy glasses. for a little bit. He he Attack whoops him. Master. He whoops that guy, and like as he's about to like finish him off, Mister Big Bad comes out of nowhere with his legs, and then like the leg master starts whooping Jackie Chan's ass. Uh, and, and then, then and then the ends up, those... and then ends up becoming a two versus one fight, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, those kick movements that. I mean, uh, for those that, you know, watch this on YouTube, but, like, where he, he's there, he's, he's doing this with the knees, I'm like, what the hell is this? You gotta do it. And the, 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 uh, he was the there for, what? like, a good dude again? two minutes, just with the leg it's up. Like, <laughs> with the sound effects, and, oh my god, it was... It's, it's, it's all, that's all conditioning, man. He's conditioning him to figure out, but how do you condition somebody who's hella drunk off of... I don't know what, what, what was it like incendiary fuel well, like. Well, for the most of the fight scene, he's not drunk. Like he's, it's like him reformed Wang Fei Hong, whooping everybody in his like zen-like state. But then, after a while, he starts getting whooped by Legs Armstrong over here. <laughs> Legs strong. That doesn't make any sense. But Legs. but yeah, and then as he as he's getting whooped by the two guys, then he he sees like the pure alcohol next to him, and then just starts chugging, like alcohol down while still getting like punched like punched in the stomach and then and then he ends up freaking out because he just drinks so much and then it's like the devil woke up (laughs) and then he starts whooping the ass no before and as he's whooping ass he has like bubbles literally coming out right before he 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 takes drinks the wine i don't know if it's wine or if it's just like pure alcohol but before that happens that's when he gets kicked into like yeah. the coal, into the fire, and he does like you know a really big stunt of him just like it took too long of him trying to like crawl out of the fire. It was pretty crazy, and so yeah. like he's pretty much like he feels like he's like can't handle like, the fight anymore because yeah. he's like still like burning from the fire, and then and that's when he sees the canisters of of wine. He just starts chugging, and then and yeah, then from dude. there it's a different fight. He's like no, nope. he just went super saying, and then turns into the to the drunken master. The, the, no, and then and then he starts spitting fire. That part's hilarious. Well, no, what, uh, the hell? what he did was he spit his like the alcohol from his mouth, and it landed on that like yeah. metal rod that was in the fire. So that's why it like, lit like, up like yeah. that. <laughs> he's like laughing like dude, it's crazy, dude. It's, it's too sick. And then he like, and dude. then he spits the fire like at the at the I guess like not the guy with the legs, the other guy, and <laughs> that guy's just like on fire. And he loses his eyebrows. I always, oh yeah. I always laugh at that part because that guy looks hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that. The whole sequence, man. Like it's just. It's. It's so good. Like I. It's. You. You. You look at this and you're like, damn. People went and like, did this like, practically. Yeah. Like it's really, really, really good. And then it's that's so when good. that's when like classic Jackie Chan comes up when it's like once he becomes the drunken master, then it's like, crazy action choreography, with the comedy like infused into it. Cause it's like he's doing all these crazy wacky movements, and then he's at one point he does like the worm multiple times to try like punch someone on the floor, and then like, 
and then he gets kicked and he's not even phased because he's like he's so junk he doesn't even like feel the pain anymore he, he's getting and, hit, punched and kicked multiple times and he's just like walking forward not even caring and because he's so erratic from being drunk that like he's like off shifted so that the actual like attack doesn't actually land where it's supposed to so then like this dude's just like what the hell am I fighting right now like no sense like he's just so hella confused like it's it, and it's yeah it's great storytelling using a fight sequence like it, it's it, it's really like like it's it's really I, and now i have to say it like it's really classic like yeah the, the movie technically becomes 30 years old uh, oh. this year oh meanwhile Jesus. anthony and i are oh man i just cracked everything oh, oh god, god. yeah toxic oh jeez <laughs> but uh um, I love yeah, I always I always laugh at the part where so he's fighting the final boss, the guy with the crazy legs, and he's trying to kick him and he's evading him by like worming his way onto the wall and he like does it like three or four times and just like evades each kick by just like flailing himself against the wall and just it's always hilarious to me. And and then and then it's like like they showed earlier in the movie in the I guess second fight sequence and on the street where he's like naming out all his moves, all his attacks. So like he does it again in this scene, and he but he's actually like doing them properly. And he's like, oh, he's like the flying monkey, and he's doing all his like cartwheel kicks, and then he finally got to do his down the hatch, which is like the move that he goes like backwards to like try to grab his neck. Um, yeah. But yeah, because he, he like, did it on his dad earlier in the movie. Yeah, but then his dad was like, nah, uh, homie, don't play that. He kind of like stopped yeah. him immediately. Stop this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah, cool dude. that he brought back all the moves mentioned from throughout the film. The one that he always tries end. to like, poke, poke their eyes out where he went like this. He's just yeah. mind gaming. Yeah, and it all came at the end. You know, looking through the scene again, and like if the they grab the fan that was given to him, where it's just like you know, a boat can sink in water but also float. So it's it's almost like it's like the whole idea of like, hey, you got to find balance. With all of this, like you know, there, there's always there's a, a middle path. Like it's not too much of one way, too much of the other. So it's like, hey, you know, you can find it out. And it's like, it's nuts. Like he does, like like the whole like final like sort of like drunken transformation where he's just like, oh, like, cool, it's time to fight. And he's just like, like perfectly like wildly erratic. It's perfect. But also like because he's just burnt, like he's all red. His like there's details. Oh too. Like, yeah. His hands are like the the outer skin's kind of burnt too. Like I was like. Holy crap! That's it's, yeah. He got there. really red at at some points. Yeah. But like the redness of yeah, I mean that was just him like exerting himself. But I mean he got he got really red. Yeah, I mean he, he's also drinking straight up lighter fluid. Like <laughs> actually, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if he alcohol. actually did get drunk and like just started like act, acting slash fighting, and that's how he got so red. That's like pure method acting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. Looking it up, it's th- th- technically I think he's supposed to be drinking ethyl alcohol. Oh my god. Which basically is it's you know <laughs> it's meant to use to wash out impurities in steel because they're in a steel factory. So that's why when he chugs it, his whole body like convulses and then he spits it all out and then he he does the like <sighs> and like green smoke comes out of his mouth. Yeah, cause, yeah. He just he probably has you know some wild damage too. It's nuts. But anyway, yeah, like this movie, like you know, that that kind of culminates the final fight sequence. They, you know, the console goes away. You know, they stop the whole smuggling ring, and Wong Fei Hong is a hero. They're given like commemorations by the, uh, the government. 
Yeah, it's just a freaking and incredible the, movie. And the movie oh. ends really abruptly, like most of Jackie Chan's Chinese movies. They they end in like a really random note. Yeah, like oh, like he's still drunk. He might have damage now. Thanks. Oh yeah, he was, he was, what blind and and something else. I want to say. Yeah, like he has to recover from it because he got so drunk that he got like he's like blackout blind, but. You know, it'll get back. But anyway, it's freaking hilarious. Like, and- well, I, I thought his eyes got hurt. Well, that one scene where the guy was like showing his chin into his eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. In the clinch. Yeah, that was in the clinch. Yeah, I remember because like, he's still recovering from this wild fight. Like in the end, like I, you know, I want to say is like this movie has like believe it or not, it has a pretty like wild and amazing cultural impact. You know, like you have all these like different, like you have like different sequences paying homage to this movie you have stuff in like different video games like a lot of different characters fight in like the drunken boxing style where it's like still a little comedic but also like hey like they're a viable fighting game character or something like that and uh you know sometimes some characters like you can use drunken boxing it's used you know a lot of these fight sequences can be also inspirations in future action movies that we got later on he also brought it back in that movie that came out, I'm going to say maybe like 10 years ago, called The Lost Kingdom. Maybe it was older than that. With him and Jet Li. He, he was like the drunken... Forbidden Kingdom? Was it? Yeah, not Lost Kingdom. I'm sorry, that's a different movie. Forbidden Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like the drunken sage in that movie, and he pretty much like played that character yeah, again. Yeah, he was one of the drunken Taoist immortals. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say like... like Stuff like this, like when you watch these kind of movies, like it makes it gets you like into the like whole idea, like damn, like Chinese like mythology is kind of dope. If they're like inspirations for like wild and awesome fight sequences, like yeah, like I'm all about it. So like in the end, it doesn't even matter. No, with with that being all said, like I mean, I was I had the privilege of watching this again. With Danny watching this for the first time and seeing his like surprise and his fun like and his reaction to it like overall Zach what did you feel about watching this movie? It was it was really well like it has of course like the your your and I'm gonna use this word like a cheesy martial arts like kind of like like the way that it's shot and oh, yeah. and yeah. choreographed and everything like it does have that like that that. <laughs> that that style from like the seventies, eighties, nineties, etc. But still, still a, f- a really fun movie. Great funny moments. Uh, the 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 stunts were insane. Like like I've mentioned already a few times. Like especially with the the you know Jackie falling in the in the coal, uh, which still blows my mind that that actually happened. And and it made the movie the movie was just like a great overall experience. Nice, dude. Glad to hear that. And Danny, your final take on it? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> just, just the uh, the action sequences and all the stunt work, top notch. Like again, coming from the year it was made, and like how he does everything himself. And it's like very fast paced, like action sequences and stunts, but it's so smooth and like well done, and you could actually see what's happening. Like it's not like this like shakiness. It's like it's not shaky cam. Yeah, <laughs> like no no doing it on purpose to kind of make it seem like they're doing it, but they're not really. 
where in here like, like it looks too like it doesn't look yeah. too choreographed yeah but like here they're actually doing it and like you know even if there was a mistake like it's it's well done you know yeah it was i, I had it's a like, lot of like fun over exaggerated yeah i had yeah, a lot of fun with it but still good to follow yeah I had I'm like, I'm funny so moments too. I, I feel like your... the funny moments balanced out the action, and I think he's like good at balancing that. So, is this your first time seeing like a non-American movie of his? Like you, you've only mm-hmm. seen like the Rush Hour movies, or yeah, like I've seen some or of his American seen... movies, but not. I, I think this is my first non-American movie. Nice. Look at that. Yeah. His first non like you know, English primary movie. Good job. Yeah, all right, cool, man. Even yeah. though we was, we listened afraid. to it in English, but Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know made originally in like the Hong Kong kind of thing. And the whole scheme. Good man. Very, very cool. Um, you know, I don't know if we go in ratings, you know, like, you know, ten out of ten bottles of spirits. Nine out of ten. Like I, it's this is one of those where like I don't know if I can like hard for me to rate. Like I have to rate it in the in the like spectrum of action movies. Like if I happen to do that, like I'm gonna cop out. I'll I'll give it like a nine just because of just how like slick and you know it's like you know classic like Chinese martial arts film, but at the same time like there's these incredible 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 fight sequences and you know the, the story is enough for it to you know make sense and, and lay the groundwork for these awesome set pieces so i'll open up the floor to the rest of you guys see what you guys all think but yeah go with nine not that like i'm keeping score or anything i just that's how i feel <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll, I'll go next too and just like the like this was the first time i've seen a non-american jackie chan movie yes. And I was I was very very entertained. I'm gonna give it. I, I I was like a little bit torn. I'm like okay, maybe not not give it that low. But I think I think an eight is a great rating for this. That's respectable. Good job. Okay, I'll allow it. I was like you know seven point five is kind of too low because I enjoyed it way more than that. So I was like okay, I'll, I'll jump up to an eight. All right. In in terms of stunt work. Obviously a ten. Oh yeah. Twelve out of ten. Twenty out of ten. Oh yeah. But I'll, I'll also give it an eight. I had a lot of fun with it, and Good. like I said, I enjoyed the comedy and the action. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. For I just have to watch whatever version you guys watch now. <laughs> and it'll be a nine because it's not a real one. Jackie Chan is dubbing his own. Oh uh, yeah, that deserves a, at least a nine, maybe a ten. So yeah, it's it's hard to rate these movies because uh, probably most of his movies or the ma- the majority of them they're they're like this where overall the story is just kind of whatever it's cheesy it has funny moments it might be a little you know long at times before it gets to the fight sequences but you really watch the movies for like how it goes into the fight sequences and then and then the actual fight sequences and so Obviously, on the action alone, on the fight sequences, to me, it's 10 out of 10. As a movie, as a whole, you know, it's like six and a half, seven. It's a if you want to like count it as just like a general movie. But I love this movie. I can watch it whenever. The the fight sequences are just so cool to me. Like I I feel like I see something 
cool and new every time I watch it. I'm like, oh man, I didn't even notice he did that with his hand this this time around. Like he did some weird spinning thing around with the sword. And I was like, I don't, I, I didn't even notice. Or that this one time. guy in the background is like getting like is still getting like hella rocked because of everything that that happened in like the last mm. five seconds before. Like it's not just like oh he's sitting there down. It's like no, like he's still there and just the guy's like you know still acting like oh like I I have a set to play like it's using or like holy crap we're reacting to this it's really cool like it, it's too good it's super fun i always recommend it to people like i had a bunch of people come over to my house a couple years ago to watch this movie in my backyard at my parents house um we rented like this big inflatable theater screen and this is the movie i picked i was like you guys need to watch this movie <laughs> so yeah i can watch it whenever i love jackie chan movies this is one of my favorite ones so i have to give it 10 out of 10 there you go. There it is. We got we got the spectrum from eights, nines, and tens. We only picked the good ones. No, I'm kidding. We 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 got quality. So again, this is a movie you have not seen, and you want to see like from beginning to end, like a great action set piece. Uh, then yeah, it's freaking incredible. Yeah, because he has he has some movies that like they're not really good. But they'll have, like, one or two really, really cool fight sequences. So it's like it kind of redeems the rest of the movie. It's like, yeah, the movie's kind of kind of stupid. But this one scene, like, you just go back and watch that scene over and over again. Like, yeah, that scene was amazing. Yeah. Uh, like, there's usually some of those. But then you have movies like this, and it's just like, oh, the whole movie is just these sequences tied together. And you're just entertained forever. So uh, if you want extra Jackie Chan homework, we mentioned some of these during the podcast. But, you know... You like you watched Legend of Drunken Master. You really liked it. You should go and watch Police Story, the the first Police Story. Uh, you can watch, um, obviously Rumble in the Bronx, because like you know we talked about the rush hours already. But um, what, what was, Super was Cop, another one? Super Cop is one of them. Meet the cop that can't be stopped. Uh, I think you also mentioned Who Am I. Who yes, am I? Rumble in the Bronx, Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy. These are all the ones that came out in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, you could just go on his IMDb and he'll have like hundreds of movies on there because he does a whole bunch of movies in China because he's like probably the most famous person in China. And he does movies all the time over there. Nope. Uh, he did a random movie with John Cena. Yeah, it came out last year and it's on Netflix. Yeah. And he had that other one that's on Prime. What was that like? That like that that whatever like secret task force movie. Remember we saw it in theaters. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. The, he, the I Golden think he, Lamborghinis. I'm pretty sure he does a movie every year with somebody, and it's like doesn't really get advertised, but he he's still working. He still does stuff yeah, every man. year. Hella prolific. It's hella prolific. Um, dang, I was gonna say something really funny about him doing stuff a lot, but nah, I lost it. Gone. Oh, by the way, no, I was going to say, Zach, that's another Hot Fuzz reference that you missed. Which one? You remember when they, they, when they go to, they go to the, the, I think it's the supermarket, and they're looking at the stack of DVDs, and he actually picks up Super Cop with Jackie Chan on it, and he reads, and, and by him, I mean Danny, he, he, not Danny on the podcast, Danny, played by Nick Frost in Hot Fuzz, he turns it around, he's like, meet the cop. That can't be stopped. Oh yes, that's a Jackie Chan movie, exactly. <laughs> now you know. That, that was a small reference that just whoosh. Yep. <laughs> Super Cop, 
Who am I, Mr. Nice Guy, Rubble in the Bronx? Yeah, those are like some of the the older classic ones. I mean, he has his older ones from like the late seventies and eighties too. But he did a he did a, an American movie in twenty seventeen called The Foreigner, and that movie was, oh, that was like really good. That was a good movie. That was like like almost like his version of Taken. That's and like his wait. Great when did it come out? Twenty seventeen. Oh, I remember seeing the trailers for that. It's something like with his daughter. Or yeah. Whatever, right, yeah. Right? He's in London. Like the car and he's like, explodes I'm find or something. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, yeah, I, I remember seeing the Disney. trailers. I never watched he it, but I heard it was. was uh, I heard it was good. Yeah, it is good. That's right. Pierce is Brosnan's that one streaming it. anywhere? That you know? I'm, I'm not sure, but it I'm might looking be. it up right accessible? now for you. It is probably on Prime. I bet it's on Prime. The one you're, we were talking about, Xavier, is called Chinese Zodiac. Oh yeah, I think Chinese Zodiac. No, that's not Chinese Zodiac. No? Is it? No, no, no. Chinese was... Zodiac is the one where he has like. Oh, dude, I can't believe I wouldn't be saying what's that. The yeah, one like, that, that's the... What's the one that we watched a few years ago? Was the, we saw it in theaters, right? <sighs> yeah, I just don't remember the name. Dude, it was... Dang it. Hold on. To answer your question, Zach, The Foreigner is on Vanguard. Netflix. It's oh, called Vanguard. Okay, it's on Netflix. Sweet. Yeah, yeah I can probably sweet. watch that one on Netflix then. <laughs> yeah, I think Vanguard's on Prime. But yeah, Vanguard is definitely a movie. Like it's definitely something. Like it's like it's a movie. It's a it's a movie. Of it's definitely a movie. Time. And I know. It's like a, and you like Kung Fu Panda, and he's the voice of the monkey. So. Yeah. Yep. He's also the voice of Master Splinter in the most recent Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, man, dude. The dude. The dude. That, that, that was 2023. That was last year. He's still putting in work, everybody. It's too good. Too good. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and give us a little sneak preview of what's going to happen for next week's episode. We talk about movies and TV. And so next week, we're going to do a quick little recap of a show that just aired its finale. And it's a surprising show because you'd think, oh, maybe be more marketed towards kids. It's just going to be more of a kid show. But turns out the show is actually pretty great. That's a minor spoiler. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Percy Jackson and the Olympians. You know, I, especially with, I know Danny and Zach have more experience. Who, you guys, did somebody read the books? Did, did you end up reading the books back? No, right? I've only ever read the second book, Sea of Monsters. That was in eighth grade. And then I also read the third book, which was something of the labyrinth or whatever it is. Or or, or the or the cur- No, something. Whatever the third book is called, I also read that in middle school. But I never read the first, fourth, or fifth book. Two years ago. What? Two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I read in eighth grade two years ago. <laughs> the Titan's Curse? Because Battle of the Labyrinth is the fourth one. Okay, yeah, it was the Titan's Curse. How many of them are there? Yeah, that one. Five. Really? Five. Oh, they got five seasons then. Well, there there are five of the Percy Jackson, the Olympians, and then there are like, some other spinoffs or sequels. I think that... there's five other ones, like five <laughs> other sequels, but the main like Percy Jackson story is like five. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, there's actually what, six since... books, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a sixth book, and I, th- I think seventh. I think a seventh one too. So will it be done by the time Disney Plus gets to season five? We're gonna have another. Problem. Game of I'm, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. I'm sure it will be because I, I mean, if if we're gonna be talking about this next week, I mentioned this before we recorded. I'm gonna try to read the first book because I I bought the whole set uh, a couple few weeks ago. I'm gonna try to read the first book by next week. Oh, I don't know if I can. In a week. I'll, I will try my best. I, I I'll try to like. I'll, you know, I'll I'll beeline through it or you know whatever, you know. Like I gotta go. I'm gonna go through it. it it's a short and, uh, book, the first one at least. So, 
Yeah, I read the <laughs> not the version I got. <laughs> it oh. looks well, maybe it's like a two hundred pages, like two, because, like, like maybe like two fifty pages. Is probably like, what it looks like. What's cool is there's actually like graphic novels for like the first three, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I heard that they were that they were graphic novels, which I I, I might check it out if if I if I like get really into it. But yeah, uh, uh, I read so the I first wanna, one. Did the first one? Yeah, yeah. I, I've only read the first one of the five, and then I think all of us have seen the. Movie, I saw the first yes. one. I saw, yeah. I saw yeah. them but a while back. I barely remember yeah. them. I might rewatch yeah, like the movie. 2013, I believe. You're gonna rewatch the movie to be like, wow, this is totally different. I remember from the, the first show. one more than the second one. Yeah, the second one was pretty forgetful. Like, I, I watched this, I watched both movies a couple weeks ago, and, and I'm like, okay, yeah, the first movie is like, it's got some great parts, and Sea of Monsters was like, yeah, I, 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 I forgot a lot of this, and I read the books. I read that book. I'm like, man, this is not what I remember. <laughs> nope. It's totally different. Well, we'll get more in-depth with the eight-episode first season next time on the Popcorn Watchlist podcast. So if you enjoyed this week's episode, keep an eye out for those extra Jackie Chan recommendations that we mentioned. And to join in on the conversation, we always invite you every time. You know, reach out to us. We're on X, Threads, Instagram, through the polls. And also, your podcast platform of choice. We, If you like these video formats, please like and subscribe on YouTube so that we can take your feedback. We always want to make this better to keep this entertaining for everybody because we're really appreciative of everyone's time and sharing their love of TV and film. So with that, guys, we'll see you uh, at Camp Half-Blood next week on the Popcorn Watch List podcast. Thanks so much. Tune in to next time. Later, guys. Aries! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See you guys.